Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome back for another episode of the Confident Girl Podcast. I am your host, Lisa Thompson, but I'm also the founder and CEO of Self Love Beauty and the co-founder of Oh Infinite Love. My passion is all about creating a world where everyone is empowered to love themselves and achieve anything that they desire. I truly want people to have confidence, feel supported, and have a community that wraps their arms around them. And that is what we are here today to do, is to teach you things to help you grow in your confidence. This podcast is your go-to for learning ways to be more confident, fearless, and self-loving. So come along on this journey with me. Welcome back for another episode of The Confident Girl. I am your host, Lisa Thompson, and I'm the founder and CEO of Self Love Beauty and the co-founder of Oh Infinite Love. And boy, do we have an amazing topic that we are going to be talking about today. But before we get into that, if you missed last week's episode, we had David Ruhlman on the show talking to me about um, finding his own path. And it was an outstanding conversation with him because Lo and behold, he is my cousin, and he has just been killing it. He started his own podcast called The Empire Mentality, and it's been amazing to listen and see him grow. So if you haven't checked out that episode, please go do so right now. So as you know that we are in a state of a lot of crisis going on, and I just want to point out that if you are feeling anything of fears, if you are having anxiety, if you are feeling anxious, please validate that those feelings are normal. Um, know that you are not the only one in this world that is feeling this way and that there are a lot of resources online to help you. And so while we're feeling a lot of loneliness and isolation in these moments, I encourage all of you guys to jump online and check out online resources, online support groups. There are so many people that are willing to help and you are just going to have to take that extra step to find those communities online right now. I know we all prefer to be in person, but with the state that we're in right now, we have to be very mindful of that, but we also need to take advantage of all these resources out there. And with that being said, Self Love Beauty is being one of those resources. So if you've been following us on social media, you have seen that we have had to cancel all of our um, in-person programming which was a really hard, hard decision to make. So when businesses are saying and nonprofits are saying that they're struggling to make these decisions, let me tell you, it's very hard for us. But because of the safety of our employees and the safety of our audiences, we are trying to just do the best we can. And so if you head over to our website or you head over to our Facebook, you will see that we are doing virtual online programming. Um, what these are about, they're about confidence, they're about self-esteem, and they're about growing in um, your own mental well-being. And so head over there, check that out on selflovebeauty.com or our Facebook. And then if you are a company or your company is struggling to get um, the support that you need throughout this time, especially with everybody working from home. Oh, Infinite Love, which is the company that Libby Rappin and I started in October of 2019, we have created a five-week webinar series for employees. Um, so all you have to do is contact us at oinfinitelove at gmail.com to set up this 
five-week series for your employees to jump on a virtual webinar with us. So it's 30 minutes once a week, and we'll be discussing things um, where we'll be teaching micro practices for you to implement into your life right away. So these are meditation, this is um, loving kindness, this is the just like me practice, this is a variety of different things that we know that you need for mindful meetings and to just um, grow in your journeys. So please, please check that out. So before we get into today's topic, which we will be talking about kind of what's happening in this world right now and how we can take the steps right now to make changes in our lives to still stay healthy and active and um, continue to be happy with all of this craziness going on. We're gonna have Jenea on in a second, but before we do, um, we wanted to bring up our sponsor of this podcast, which is Bright Bites. Oh man, if you've listened to our um, podcast before, you know that this is my favorite snack to have. They um, are a probiotic and they have probiotics in them. They're dairy-free and gluten-free and it's brightbites.com. And if you want to check it out, we have a coupon for you guys for 10% off your um, whole purchase. All you have to do is use the code confidentgirl10 and that will give you guys 10% off. They have three different types of flavors, um, sealed packaging, so they don't go to waste, and they're outstanding. I usually have one if um, I'm working out really early in the morning and I don't want to eat a lot. I just um, take a little, um, take one bright bite or sometimes afterwards for a post snack. So check them out. They're outstanding, and they're across the United States. So um, it's time for you to check that out, especially right now with um, all of the health that we need in our lives. All right, so now we are gonna get into today's topic. Um, like I said earlier, we know that a lot of people are feeling fears and anxiety right now, and we have um, Jenea who is gonna be talking to us a little bit about what she does and honestly what she's gonna have to do now for these next couple of weeks while things are getting crazy. So I'm gonna have her introduce herself. This is our first time meeting, so I'm excited to even hear more about her and what she's up to. So Jenea, you can take it over. Hi, um, I am Janaea Sutton. I'm CEO and founder of Edge Cycle, which is an indoor cycling studio in downtown San Diego. Awesome. So what is Edge Cycle all about? Yeah, so basically um, Edge Cycle, it's a full body workout. You know, it's a space, um, very unapologetic, very urban, caters to um, just the young professional community. Uh, we go in there, we listen to explicit lyrics, we, you know, yell, scream, sometimes we swear every once in a while to go along with the fuck basic way, and, um, you know, we change lives, it's kind of what we do. Awesome, well, obviously you're on the right podcast for that, because that's what we're all about. So yeah. what made you even want to start a company like this? What made you want to, you said the word unapologetic. And what about that made you want to start this company? Yeah, you know, um, I was feeling just in the market as, you know, a young professional myself, um, that there wasn't really any fitness place at the time that was willing to kind of push that boundary of um, acceptance of everyone, but acceptance of everyone in a very real way. You know, lyrics were still censored. Um, lyrics to music were still censored. Um, people were, you know, conversations were kind of forced. Front desks were a little robotic for me. So being an artist, um, 
I just was looking at the market and I was like, we need a place where we can really be ourselves and really embody all things. And I was like, I think I just need to create this thing. Awesome. <laughs> I so, was born. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, obviously being a girl and a woman entrepreneur, I mean, I don't know about you, but I have had struggles along my way of creating a nonprofit um, in multiple ways. So why, like, what has grown over the years and how has it increased your confidence? So like, I guess take us back to, okay, you're going to start this. Obviously there's some fear that comes involved. Um, when any entrepreneur takes that leap to really find this space, like, will they come? Will people like want to come to this? Like take us through that whole process and where you are now too. Yeah. Um, you know, I was with Soul Cycle prior to opening Edge Cycle. Um, so I was used to the culture of moving to a place where I had never been and being able to build the community. Um, when Edge Cycle got brought about, I was located in the Bay Area and did move everything to San Diego. I'd never been to San Diego before. I didn't know very many people in San Diego at all. Um, so those thoughts of you know, what is this market? Who's going to come? Definitely crossed my mind for sure. Um, and then through being there, we came up with the motto, fuck basic. And we actually put that on t-shirts. Okay. <laughs> and what we would do is we would wear the t-shirt. We would wear the hat no matter where we went out. And that was starting conversation and people were just curious. Hey, what's fuck basic? Hey, what is that? Um, and that's kind of how the buzz organically started in a very organic way. Um, and I think through that, um, I don't know, we've had like conversations of, or there's been like studies of people who swear in front of each other have like a closer tie. It's like a closer bond. Like if you could say fuck or shit in front of somebody, you're like automatically um, homies or something. Um, so it just seemed like it stuck out enough that it left people curious enough to come try. So we took a year for build out and to fully open and on opening day, you know, it went from probably around 10 people to then 15 people to then 30 people. And we were selling out by um, December. So we opened in October of 2017. And then we opened in our, we sold out in December. Um, so I think that in general, I put all of my fire and all of my fears and kind of any comments I was getting as a female business owner, which in the beginning was a lot of doubt. You know, it was a lot of doubt. It was a lot of hesitation. There was a lot of um, condescending conversations that I had to just breathe through. <laughs> um, and I just used all of my effort to be like, no, this is going to happen. And the product is just going to speak for itself. And that, here I am today feeling very empowered, um, empowering many women um, and gentlemen, you know, around me um, and just feeling like you really can do anything. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and I think that it, like you said, like mo more times than not, when people are criticizing you or bringing the fears into play, um, it's really easy to think like, you're right. Maybe I can't do this. Maybe I will fail. And when I fail, they'll all be right. I mean, I, I've been there. I still think with self-love, I still get a lot of people that say that stuff. Um, and I have to work through it, but using, and I want the audience to hear that using that fire within you to say, no, this is what I believe in. 
and this is where we'll um, we'll go next. And it was funny last night. I was actually um, working on worst case scenarios, best case scenarios in life. And what we talked about was what's the worst case scenario that could happen? Well, you don't open and or you open and no one comes. Like worst case, like but best case scenario is that things happen and they explode and they and look at where you are three or what is that three years later and that's the important thing that I think a lot of us do is we think the worst thing that we do is we think about the worst case scenario but we have to sometimes think like okay what's the best thing and then how do I get there and I think that you you really um showcase that there and back to the word unapologetic and making everybody feel comfortable so that is the one thing that we've um, really, really push at Self Love Beauty. So it's all about respecting, having people heard, and having people seen. And mm -hmm. I've been a big person with that because confidence is so needed. So what have you seen from your audience, which I'm assuming is all age groups, all different types of body shapes? Um, having, how have you seen their confidence grow? But what are you personally doing to help them grow in their confidence? Yeah, you know, I think um, fitness in general is a very scary thing, right? So immediately we're faced with to knock down that wall of, you know, this intimidating factor, right? Um, the dark room, I think, helped. I think being really comfortable in your own skin, I feel like the best way to teach somebody is to just embody that. You know, I can't ask you to knock down all your fears to, you know, be the best you can be if that's not something that I or any of my instructors are embodying. Um, the whole entire crew in itself, everyone who works at Edge is a very family based. So there is a very welcoming atmosphere when people do first walk in the doors um, and they first try their class. You can see how nervous people are. Um, and we do make a point to really welcome new riders into the room. Um, and you do see them first start with their shirts on. And then as they go, they're like, okay, this is a cool place. This seems really cool. Um, then they start to get to know people's names and stuff. And they're like, okay, I feel, you know, welcomed here. And then you see them shirts off in their sports bra, feeling very proud of their body and just who they are. We never bring up calories in class. We never bring up, you know, how we want you to have a six pack or how toned we want you to be or any body goals, body image goals are not mentioned. They're not even discussed. We care about the heart. We care about um, how you feel when you wake up in the morning. We care about more of the mental things because the rest will come. If you are working out five times a week, you will lose weight, okay? That'll come. But um, to provide just a space of positivity and get everyone into that space first, I can tell that that's definitely worked as far as the confidence and eliminating the fear aspect of things for sure. Yeah, and absolutely. And we actually, a few weeks ago, we had a woman um, on who is a counselor for eating disorders. And I think that you made a great point when you talk about, we talk a lot about trigger words and things mm -hmm. that actually like counting calories, like in a certain degree can. And so it's beautiful that that is exactly what you're trying to make sure that it's more about how you feel versus like how much you weigh or if you have a fat roll, because guess what people, all of us have fat rolls. It's just, it's just life and that's totally okay. <laughs> it keeps us warm. Um, <laughs> Kind of to your point too. So since I teach um, spin in Michigan, I see a lot of the times where it's um, 
that, that first experience. And so I kind of want to just talk about this for a second. And I'm going to use obviously the jargon and the example of teaching spin, but I think it's important for us to know that this is one example of many. So starting for the first time is never easy. We are both teachers, but when are we clearly we had to take a class first. <laughs> and I think a lot of people are like, oh, you've been teaching forever. But I, I had to be a student at one point. And I remember my first spin class, I was scared. I was so thankful that the lights were off. Like I'm glad, you know, but it was all about how I approached it too. And I think as much as, you know, it was about the instructor and how she rocked and how she made me feel. It was also about me showing up the second time and the third time and the fourth time. And so I use the, use the example of spin, but I also, or in cycling, but I also think it's just with anything in life. Things are not going to be easy the first time. How you learn Spanish, how you learn to write, um, going to, to school for a new degree. So I say all these things because confidence isn't going to happen right away with something. It builds over time and you have to show up. Like you were talking about those people that have finally taken off and can work out in their sports bras. Well, that took time. It's not like, Oh, okay. I'm going to take my shirt off. Like I'm so confident in who I am. Or I guess the other word is I don't care what other people think because we have this perception that we have to look a certain way to take our to take our shirts off. And that's not the case. And we really have to change that in society, which is a whole nother topic for a whole nother day. Uh, <laughs> but, but, um, but no, I agree. And I, I love that this is the atmosphere because I think one cool thing about both of us and for all of the audience listening in is we are in two different states. We are not even in the same state. And this is showcasing that people have body issues in every state. It isn't just in your community that's facing these things. And it's not just your age group that's facing it. It's everybody. And that is so important for me to keep teaching people is that you are not alone when it comes to these things. And health is not a number on the scale in some sense. Yes, you need to be healthy in how you're feeling and how, um, you know, the diseases and everything, but there is a lot more to the scale than what we even talk about. And so, wow, we are in a state right now and life has changed. And right before we jumped on this call, we talked a little bit about how both of our businesses right now are having to take a break. And we're having to find different ways to teach our programming, but also offer to people opportunities because guys listening in, I know you're in isolation. I know you're feeling a little like, holy crap, what the world is coming to. And so let's talk about that. Like, what are, what is your team doing? And what is, I guess what's, what would be maybe not what your team's doing, but what's your recommendation for people that are at home all day, either with kids, without kids, but still having to still have to know, like you can't go into that loneliness, depression space, but how do you get out of that? How do you stay active and healthy? Totally. You know, I think this is a huge time of, of a lot of fear and a lot of confusion and rightfully so. Yeah. Um, but I think in everything that is going on, um, it's giving us time and it's giving us time with our loved ones or it's giving us time with ourselves. And time is just such a precious thing. Yeah. Something that we should really utilize and take advantage of. Um, and in this state, you know, um, we've decided to come from an aspect of really just taking care of the mental health part of things. Um, journaling, huge thing. You know, meditation, huge thing. Um, 
obviously that spring cleaning we have no excuse now we're in the house all the time we got to clean out clear out all the old and and make sure that it's all dialed in and maybe let go of some things that we've been holding on to you know um i think redefining and recreating your space because the one place we can be safe right now is home um is just huge um, I know all of my instructors, you know, they want, they're incorporating a water challenge for people for water intake because just the simplest things are just have been getting missed. You know, um, 2019 was a very telling year and I think 2020 everyone was really excited and they were ready to go and they were all amped and, you know, and then we get kind of here and we forget about just the small basic things and that's, connecting with yourself, that self-love, that self-reflection, and that's taking care of yourself first. And now we're forced to having to do that. Our health is now the number one thing where before it was career, school, other people, relationships, I want to fall in love, all of these things. And now it's like, no, family and yourself is having to come first. So just playing off of that perspective, um, I just ask people, like, what what is that to them? How can we improve in those areas? Because this time is showing us that we have the time now to pay attention to it. Exactly. And kind of what I was saying earlier, I was on a call last night where we talked about um, the good and the, the best and worst case scenarios, but we also talked a lot about through this, through this, what is causing us fear? What are the craziest things we've heard? But also what has been the blessing for us? And I think that you just made a really good point of it's taking, um, it's taking all of us a moment to step back and look at our lives and see where are we spending our time? What are we putting into our bodies? Are we like, what's our relationship like with our kids, our friends, our families? Because, and how do we fix those things when they're not? And you know, one last night when I was talking to someone, they have a lot of friends that are at high risk for um, the virus. And so we were talking a little bit about that. And I said, well, what can you do right now to help them? And he said, I can reach out to them and I can just be a friend right now. And I said, then do that. And, and because this is your chance, like life is slowing down, take advantage of it because eventually it's going to speed back up. And we, as a com as a communities and as a culture have to decide how fast we're going to end up going. And I really hope that we take this, this as a blessing to know that like you can slow down and slowing down is not for weakness. It is actually very good for our souls. Meditation, like you said, like is one of my favorite things to do. Um, mindfulness is one of the things that I teach um, because like you said, self-love is so important and not only for ourselves, but to teach our next generation or the generations above us. And so I think that that is so important that we continue to embody that into people, especially right now. So to our audience listening in, if you are feeling that you could take that next step or or you're reevaluating your life and thinking, holy crap, I should be doing X, Y, Z. Do it. You have the time now. Like, that's the cool part about it. I mean, and like, God blessing to the nurses. I know you guys probably don't have time, but there's a lot of resources online. So please do not isolate yourself either. Like, we are here to help you in any way. And so before we close out today, what is anything else you would like to leave the audience with? 
Yeah, I think, um, I think find the gift, you know, in right now, in the time right now, um, respect social distancing, but let's not forget about the unity that can be made in other forms of communication and connection. Um, and just remember that we've made it through many, many, many hard times, and this is just another time. So use that strength, use the knowledge of everything that we know, and, and let's just take this um, as a beautiful and telling time to bring a part of our stories. I love that. I love that. And when you just brought up social distancing, distancing, I will share. I think one thing is, is while we have to be social distant, we do not have to be emotionally distant. And so I want us to take that into place um, and take that very seriously because we already are with our phones, a lot of our next generation said, you know, we, a lot of us grew up with uh, getting phones, not till we were in high school. So I think now it's more than ever that we have to still teach that emotional, um, emotional relationships are important, emotional skills and social skills. So everybody listening in, um, just know that um, we are both going to be avenues of support in every, in any way that you need. There are so many resources out online. And I also want to say that, um, while I've always been blessed to have the best home life and to be supportive, I know not everybody has that opportunity. So if you need resources to get to a shelter, to get, um, to get resources um, as a mom, as a husband, of, or as a kid, please contact your local shelters. Um, reach out to your United Ways. Um, there are so many school districts that are helping people get food and just get the support that they need. And we will be here for the emotional and social skills in any way possible that we can. Please check out all the links that I have in the description and know that you can rock your confidence even through all of this. You are capable of being great humans, human beings, be there for each other, be there for yourself during this time, and know that this is going to end one day, and we are going to look back and see how beautiful our community is, how strong we are, but we have to continue to make sure that we do not isolate ourselves from um, other people. So find those community support groups, find those unities online and have those FaceTime conversations as much, as much as you can. So thanks for listening. Thank you for being on the show and have a great day, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope that you took away so many tools and resources that you can have on your journey to confidence, to be the most fearless person that you want to be and have that self-love we all are longing to have. Remember, you have a community here at Self Love Beauty and on the Confident Girl Podcast and also with O Infinite Love. Everything that I do, I want people to have confidence. I want them to be fearless and I want them to have self-love. So email me at info at selflovebeauty.com. And thank you again for listening and continue to grow to be the best confident person you can be.